Hey everybody, welcome to I'm Not Crying, You're Crying, the show about anything and everything because it's our show. I'm Sean and I'm here with Juan. Hey, hey. And Jay. Hello. And this is our theme music. Welcome back. This is the second episode of I'm Not Crying, You're Crying. Welcome back, everybody. Season two. Season two. Season two. We made it to the second season. This is where we're going to have the most scandal and intrigue. Because that's what you do do in season two. This is where Um, shit goes down. That's right. That's where we find out who the baby baby belongs to and who put it in the butt bread. Juan. (laughs) Scandalous. (laughs) Oh, my God. I haven't watched that cartoon in forever. Uh, Recess was probably one of the greatest, like... It's on Disney Plus. Is it? Yeah. Uh, that that show is great. It's it's like a cartoon about social commentary a little bit. It it, it really <laughs> is. Did, did I uh, read it? I, I can't remember if it was a true rumor or if it was they should make this, but a Reese's live action movie. A, a Reese's? Like like the peanut butter cup Reese's? No. the What show are we talking about? Oh, you said you meant Recess. And what, what did I say? It sounded like you said a Reese's. Recess. Reese's. Re- Reese's. Reese's. Recess? Or <laughs> I thought you meant the candy. No, the show. It's the, Reese's. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 you know who else? You, you sound like so Slowpoke. You sound like Speedy Gonzalez's cousin when you say it that way. <laughs> it's Reese's. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, so you're saying they're going to make a Recess movie? I can't remember. No, they already made a recent yeah, they, movie a yeah, long I mean, time ago. They have two. I, they have two, I think. Is it two? I only remember going to the theater for one of them. No, there was Recess yeah. and then Recess The Return. Of the Jedi. <laughs> the I, Jedi. I feel like you're you're bullshitting. No, I uh, I, th- I think Jay's I think Jay's right. Or maybe, I don't know. I, I watched a bunch of Recess, so I don't know. They're, they're basically, I, I loved it. The movie Mikey. is basically one big episode. Yeah, you would identify with Mikey. Yeah. Mikey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you would identify with Mikey. I, I love DJ, though. Oh, uh, no. TJ. TJ. TJ Detweiler. You really did love that show. That was. Uh, I'm old, man. I'm allowed to. My, my, uh, my, yeah. fa- my favorite. Spinelli. Yeah. My, my favorite part of that show is that uh, they had a king. His name was Bob. Yeah. And, king and Bob. He, and he was on a team. You want to know what the name of that team was? I can't remember. The Bobs. The winning, the winning guys. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't TJ become the king for a short period of time? Yeah, and then uh, he became a dick. No, <laughs> yeah. and then he wanted Bob to come back. He did. No, but yeah, he was yeah. he was a dick for a little bit. Yeah, because he realized it was hard to rule, and you and he that's how wise Bob actually was because he was he was a dick, but he was a fair dick. So yeah, also that that, that, that was one, a great episode. I liked it. Well, DJ learned a very valuable lesson. That episode. <laughs> I love that DJ. Went, <laughs> that when Stephanie goes missing, she shouldn't send Michelle after her. <laughs> You guys remember oh. the episode where Mikey in uh, the in the kindergartners doesn't he uh, end up? No, I think so. No, no. There, there's an episode where where Mikey is uh, he does recess with the kindergartners yes. and he realized that they're just a wild that they're all wild and and he's afraid of them. But then he he becomes one of them. Yes, he befriends them. I mean, so I I think I know how Juan's week went. He he basically binged recess and learned absolutely nothing <laughs> about DJ. <laughs> DJ. No, it's uh, I tried putting it on for my son and he could care less about it. Well, well he, he won't understand to, to it. To be fair, yeah, to no. be fair, he's pretty young. To be fair, he's pretty young. But you know what? Um, that, that's what happens. I I love Short Circuit. I've tried to show my daughter Short Circuit multiple times with uh, no dice yet. <laughs> no, but yet. you got her with Gremlins, man. That's actually pretty impressive. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. That that was uh, uh my brother in law. He, really? Yeah. He he had showed them showed it to them once, and they didn't really care for it. And we were like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna try it again." And so, you know, like he opened the door. That was the only reason. And then she she fell in love with Gizmo, right? Yeah, she loves loves Gizmo. She sings that the the Mogwai song. She Google searches Mogwais. She, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she for her birthday, she just asked for a Mogwai uh, for a Gizmo pop figure. So why don't you try to find her a uh, uh, one of the Gizmo Furbies? They have those. Still? They, they had them. They they. When Furbies first came out, everybody talked about how they look like uh, 
Gizmo. Like, uh, Gizmo. And somebody, uh, a couple of years later, they made a Furby Gizmo. In fact, I'm going to look it up. It's probably expensive on eBay. I'm sure they exist. I'm sure they exist. But so, so I mean, we're, we're already, look at this. Was it two minutes into the episode? We're already off track. Hey, look at us. We, we beat our record so far. Uh, so, Jay, how's your week been? Uh, it's been pretty good, man. Um, I've been playing the Final Fantasy VII remake. <laughs> uh, is it? That's the, the remastered one, right? Where they updated. They basically took all the, the, the graphics and updated them. Oh, my God. It's like a new game. It's, it's fantastic, dude. It's funny because you, you always wonder, like, what what would a game look like if they had give, given it, like, the modern-day treatment? And I think Final Fantasy is beloved enough, or Final Fantasy VII in specific, is beloved enough to, like, have it be really be appreciated. You know, I, I remember playing it um, when I was younger on the PlayStation, and I, I loved it. I mean, because I love role-playing games, uh, but I did, not, I did not know the story. I didn't understand the story because it's very complicated. And with this, um, the updated graphics and there's voice acting, I still do not know the story. It's still as complicated as <laughs> it was back it, in 1997. <laughs> it, you, you, you think you just answered my question because I was going to ask if it was a one-for-one one, like like remake or did they add or take away some stuff kind of like to, to modernize it a little bit for a new audience, so to speak. Well, I remember, I remember scenes. Um, so a lot of the scenes are, are remastered and it looks great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't. I I tried to play Final Fantasy VII like the old the old one, and but I was playing it on my tablet. And so what I ended up doing was uh, they had a, an option there to like to max yourself out so you can kind of like one hit kill your way all the way to the top. <laughs> and I didn't understand anything that that was going on, so I just kind of got bored like in this in this building, and I just stopped playing. So I'm like stuck somewhere in some building. Final Fantasy is an RPG game, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's like probably one of the most well known RPG. Series. Started off on PlayStation or on the computer. Uh, uh, it like, actually started on the, I think on the Super Nintendo. No, no, yeah, Jay, really? Jay, yeah, Jay's right. Yeah, it's been around for a while. It's yeah, been around for a while. But it, it became very popular on PlayStation. Well, right? it, no, no, it, it became very popular on the Super Nintendo because they they made Final Fantasy, uh, because it was their last like resort. That the, the company was gonna go bankrupt, and they made this last uh ditch effort to to do a great game. So they called it Final Fantasy. So it was supposed to be the Final <laughs> Fantasy. And it was so popular that you know it sold uh it sold a lot of copies. It saved their company, and then they wanted to do it for the uh, N sixty four. Um, they wanted to do Final Fantasy seven for the N sixty four, but they didn't have the the space for it because uh, the N sixty four was cartridge cartridges, yes. and the the PlayStation was on the the DVD di- or the CD CD drive. And it, it had more uh, storage. So the, if you played the Final Fantasy VII on the PlayStation, it comes in four discs. That oh, oh my fucking god, that's right. I, that's uh, I forgot because Final Fantasy VII came in like this thick like fucking CD case. Like you were, I never got into the games. I remember seeing the thick CD case, uh, but I never played them. And until today, I thought it was one of the flagship games for flagship games for uh, PlayStation. I, I mean, realized it started in Nintendo. Final Fantasy X was like a launch title for the PlayStation 3 or yeah, the PlayStation 2, Jay? Uh, I think, well, fi- Final Fantasy X was for the PlayStation 2. Final Fantasy IX was the last one on the original PlayStation. And then Final Fantasy XI was, uh, Final Fantasy X was on PlayStation 2. Which like the graphics and the, the cutscenes and even even the uh, the dialogue, the the that's, that's not what it's called. I can't remember. The the voice recordings mm-hmm. it was like it at the time it was like state of the art like you couldn't you couldn't find better graphics and better voice recording and cutscenes anywhere you know when you say launched titles i i instantly remember when fucking nintendo used to come with a game already included yeah e- like I, well the original nintendo came with uh duck hunt duck and hunt? mario brothers yeah yeah and then as they became more popular and bigger brands they didn't have it you know why i mean aside from you know there being a gun sensitivity i i want to know why like they don't make peripherals like that like that blaster gun anymore maybe the technology i mean they 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 try with like a motion sensor and stuff like that but like with the old uh with the old sensor gun, you needed red, right? Yeah, you needed a tube uh tube TV to play yeah. uh yeah. I think that's guns. why they don't make it. Yeah, it it was really cool though. I, I mean, I remember like, dude, Super Nintendo had the uh, the bazooka. 
I had that. Was one. there a bazooka? Yeah, yeah. there was. I, I I remember the I remember the gun because I remember the the power glove and uh, C- Captain N. Captain N. You guys remember that cartoon? Yeah, I love. Yeah, Captain yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He had the he had the blaster gun, but he, he had, had the, the orange blaster. Yeah, that that's the only color I knew. No, I dude, the original one was a gray blaster. I don't remember that. I Jay, remember, back me up on this one. I remember the orange. I remember the orange. No, the orange one they came out. I think as a gun sensitivity type thing. To a, no, I, I kid you not, because I and I remember this as a kid, them changing the color because it was originally uh, whitish and gray and they changed it to orange and gray or orange and white whitish because that way the gun would look more fake. And I remember and I, I don't again, I was a kid, so I don't even remember if this was a true uh, um, um fact so what you're saying is this could be a false memory <laughs> no i don't No, it's a true memory but i don't know if the person that told me that the reason they changed it was because the original blaster could be confused with a real weapon which i i thought was bullshit because who who the fuck is gonna think that's well like who's who's also taking their light gun outside and trying to yeah use yeah, it when it's like, not plugged what? in yeah, like in 1992, someone pulled a light gun on you. You, I think, I think you laugh. I don't. Yeah. Think, I don't no, but uh, in all honesty, NES being an archaic game system had some of the best um, uh, accessories. It had uh, the rob the the robot, the gun, the power glove, the power pad. All of those uh, were I, all of those were stupid, actually. <laughs> no, yeah, dude, no, I, I I love the gun. I love the power pad. Never got to uh, own. Um, uh, a power glove. Um, the, the power the, pad. I never owned it, but I got to play with it. No, no. But Jay's not wrong. Is that I mean, ninety. I think all the stuff you mentioned, like most of it flopped. I think the power glove got the most. Uh, no, the power pad did well, didn't it? Uh, oh. No, there was only yeah. like one or two games that you could play with it, and it didn't really work. Well, same thing with the fucking blaster. There was like one or two games that. Yeah, well, Duck Hunt was legit, man. Duck, yeah. There was Duck Hunt, and there there were so many other light games that you could play with the the nes light gun that you know it was worth it with the other i know the, I, I know the robot uh the robot was a flop because uh uh it, it didn't really work with the games and you know this this entire time so i'm playing smash brothers not that long ago and i had to fight rob and i'm like where the fuck is this rob guy from <laughs> nintendo and i just i just you really learned, didn't know i just learned right now really yeah and ironically enough from Walla desmond who's no who knows nothing Dude, no. dude, Rob. Rob was DJ. the mascot before Mario for Nintendo. Oh man, yeah, I'm be- getting schooled right now. Yeah, because because uh, Mario uh, Mario came with the game, but they yeah. sold the Nintendo with uh, Rob as the the selling point. You know, like you would get this robot, and you that would you can have him play with. Yeah, because people who got the first Mario game didn't know who Mario was until they started playing with it. And then they told their friends, Oh, you know, you should play Mario. And then that's when Mario became the mascot. But before that it was Rob when they sold it into this in the States, it was Rob that was trying to sell these, uh, these consoles. Yet I can never find a fucking console with the, the robot because they were sold out everywhere. So I had to settle to buy the regular NES without the robot. Well, I feel like people, I feel like any company can sell you anything. I, I have some magic beans <laughs> fuck back <off>. here. <laughs> no, the, 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 sad, the sad thing what, is. Magic remember, beans? How much? How much did I you? remember it differently. I thought Rob the Robot came after the launch, but Jayco has a better memory than I do. But also, uh, Super NES had some pretty good ones. They had the, the mouse that you could use Mario Paint, the scope. Um, I I think I, again you're you're I dude I feel like you're just Nintendo sucker they're like hey, we, we, we oh it. I I've said it time and time again I am loyal to Nintendo I have owned every console except the uh, the one before the Switch uh, what was it the the Wii U mm-hmm. yeah 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 that but was... I I own every single console after that I still have my GameCube uh, somewhere. Uh, um, because I fell in love with the original Smash Brothers, and the Smash Brothers the Sma- started on came the- out on and and sixty four. I I remember that, but I didn't keep my N sixty four. And then I loved the Smash Brothers on the GameCube, so I kept it. And I also loved uh, Jedi Outcast, which is the only two reasons I have the Nintendo GameCube still. Never play with it though. But well, I was gonna say something, but uh. I don't want you to cut me off. No, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no um, I, I, Jay, Jay, you were saying, you were saying, <laughs> I, he was saying, and he doesn't even remember. 
I mean, we went on on this tangent, and it, yeah, we're, we're we're like we're yeah. I mean, we we've been far off. I don't even I don't even know how we're gonna land back where where, where we need to be. But you were saying something about uh, Smash well, Brothers started. Oh yeah, well, Smash Brothers started on the N sixty four, and then yeah. it got really popular on the GameCube. And actually, people play competitive. They played competitively on the GameCube uh, version of Smash Brothers. You and I played it on both systems, right, Jay? Uh, I think we only I only played you on the GameCube. Yeah, and the GameCube was the uh, the uh, the last system that Mario had all the good fighting moves. Hey, uh, I have a very important question to ask you about Smash Brothers. Uh, is is it true that you uh, that you tied against uh, <laughs> a seven year old? No, I beat him in uh, sudden death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, you let a seven year old take you to sudden death. Uh, that same seven year old beats your ass. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, but so I never go but, fuck yourself. But I, I have never once claimed to be good at Smash Brothers. Oh, Smash it's Brothers is like a, a tough game. It yeah. is. No, this is the same exact seven year old that you said, and I quote: "He's gonna whoop your ass. He's gonna whoop your ass." And that day, you had him play against me. You know what? So you can make fun of me, but yet I still beat him. I mean, you beat him in sudden death. Yes, but beat, it's still a beat. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, but he. I mean, you were talking some mad. Mad, mad shit. No, before. no, I wasn't talking mad shit. I said oh, I wanted all of to a play sudden, him. No, he's, he's trying to I still want to play him again. I was oh. talking mad shit about you, and you beat me on a technicality. Yeah, but I, I won. You know, I not- I play my cousin Street Fighter on uh, on the PlayStation Four, <laughs> and we we communicate through headsets. And I I beat him, and he talks he talks mad shit. He talks so much shit. But when I'm beating his ass in this game, you can hear like there's like frustrating noises, you know, like he makes those, like it's it's so worth like being good at Street Fighter just to hear those noises come out of him. It's, I, uh, I have to say you are pretty you're you're one of the best uh, people I've seen play Street Fighter. And I still remember uh, you beating someone that had actually gone to uh, to Japan to compete. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm not great, you know. If you Dude, this, this is a hustler talking. So he's like, oh man, I've never, I've never played this. No, no, he's game actually, before. he's actually really good. But there was somebody that we all know that would actually has gone to Japan once or twice to compete on Street Fighter, and bragged about how good he was on Street Fighter. And one day, uh, Jay played him in one of the break rooms yeah, you're, and you're, beat the you're, shit out of him. You're ruining his hustle right now. So look, this is, he go, he goes to old arcades, pretends he doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, is this where the people put the quarter? Yeah, yeah. and, <laughs> and, the, and then tell goes, you I got uh, next. Yeah, and then he goes and he owns them. You're you're ruining his hustle right now. Uh, where's a Galaxia machine? <laughs> yeah, man. He he, go, he goes around just ruining people's lives, like all, all the live long. Do you day. still have the the joystick? Uh, yeah, but it it's. It's only uh, compatible with the the PlayStation Two. Oh, yeah. I d- I don't want an arcade stick. It's <laughs> it's not worth it. Those things have always been cool, but I yeah I, I it's too. I, I don't have time for all that. I just you know what I controller. I would want to eventually get an arcade cabinet for the conservatory in my house. And and have what game on there? Yeah, I one of those uh, multiple games uh, in one system. You should get NBA Jam. No, I love yeah. NBA Jam. I could, buy, I could buy that at Costco right now for like three hundred bucks, right? Yeah, yeah. No, no he's on that. fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, growing Is up, it the shoes. <laughs> growing up, I had a a Pac Man uh, cocktail table. Mm-hmm. I really love that one. I w- why why did you? You know, my what? dad my dad worked at a bar, and I guess he bought a spare one. It, my dad had a lot of cool stuff. We had a pool table growing up. He had his own bar in the garage. That got converted into an indoor play area. You had the pool table there, the bar. Did uh, you just drink and play Pac-Man <laughs> as a kid? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I never, I never drank. Are uh, you a smoker? Huh? Are you a smoker? Not anymore. No. So you would, you would drink and and play Pac-Man and smoke cigarettes as a kid? No. Hey, <laughs> seventh grade <laughs> is tough, man. <laughs> we also had a pin a pinball machine. Were you, are you good at pinball? Uh, there, there's really no skill in pinball. That's why I love it. What? So that, that's the pinball. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah those yeah. those people, they uh they compete and they practice. I know I I've seen that, but to me it's like hit the ball with the paddles. God. Or tilt dear. the machine, but don't get caught til- tilting the machine, or else it it stops it. Yeah, I'm I'm not good at any arcade games at all. You know, uh, are you guys uh are you guys planning on um on uh doing anything for Monday? What? happening on 
it's 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 Martin Luther King Day. I was unaware of that. Um, what it happens every year. I know it happens every, every year. Every year. I, I mean, I I got I mean, they're even they're not picking my garbage up on the no, same day. That's how actually they are. But not for me. Yeah, dude, you get the garbage picked up on the same day that I do. I well, got then, an email. Well, obviously, my street may be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your upcoming holiday service will not be delayed. <laughs> Courtesy uh, that, of that, waste that's management. Not, that's, not, that's not the text I got. Literally said mine. Mine's gonna be moved. So there it is. Anyway. Oh, interesting. So uh, speaking of sensitivity, did you? I, I sent you guys a video, um, and I, I think we're a little late to the party about this uh, with the twisted tea, with the twi- twisted tea guy. I oh, saw yeah. it finally like uh, a week ago, two weeks ago, after everybody on Facebook was talking about it. So I, I think in the last episode we had talked about uh, about how meme culture kind of informs like the the commentary of mm-hmm. society, and so I I was. Uh, I, I use an app called iFunny. They, that's where I get out. That's where I get my fresh. iFunny still around? It is. It is. And I was scrolling. Wasn't Julio's sister the one that got us uh, hooked on that one? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. yeah. yeah so I'm <laughs> I'm scrolling through iFunny and I just I run across all these memes with twi- twisted with twisted T. It's like a Call oh, of Duty. Like you find a treasure box. It's like ultimate weapon. Twisted T. I had no no context for what was going on. And then I realized a couple things in, in that moment. Thing number one. I don't watch any news. I don't watch the news at all. <laughs> like I, does anybody now freaking social media and and meme culture like fill you in? And I do exactly what you just did. If there's something that I don't know, I let it go until I start seeing it more and more, and I go, okay, I need to figure this shit out. Yeah. So I. So then I was like, I don't know what's happening, but I'm sure Google knows. And before I could even, you know, Google autocomplete is in, insanely. Yeah. Before I could even finish typing the word, like the TW for the word twisted, it was already twisted T. I was already there. So I was like, okay, well, let me see what this is. And Did I just, you watch the original one or one of the edited <laughs> ones? <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny you should ask because I, I have watched uh, to, to date. I've watched a couple. I've I've uh, found a re, We Will Rock You version of this twisted T. <laughs> Um, we are the champion versions uh, we have, uh, of the Twisted T, but I also found the original version, which, you know, it's, uh, if you guys haven't seen the video, you, you got you can find it on YouTube. You'll probably find it. Um, I found it. It was like the third or fourth yeah. video down. It wasn't yeah. the top one. Yeah. I mean, probably now it's like YouTube's probably full of reactions of people just trying to grab stuff. But I mean, like, you know, it, it is just a video of a guy just talking massive shit in, inside of a store being mm-hmm. vulgar and inappropriate. And there's a guy just it, racial. Yeah, it's it's it is racially charged. But I mean, like the guy standing right behind him, who he's talking to, is just like fed up with his shit. Yeah, he was calm for a yeah. bit. Man. He, he was, you know, he was very calm, and he he uh, until he dropped that twisted uh, so uh, it, tea and yeah, picked it up and, and went he, to town. He creamed this dude. He he <laughs> he. This 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 can of twisted tea exploded all over this guy's face. Like I don't know how he survived. So, but the thing is, the, the, my, my favorite part of this video, if you watch the original, the lady who was filming it, she already knows what's going to happen. In fact, I feel like she was in one of those moments where she's like, I need to get my phone out right now. Because if I don't film this, the world is going to miss something amazing. Have you guys ever been in one of those moments where you go, I need to take out my phone? I have, but it was 1992. And uh, they didn't have cell phones, so I, I beeped everybody I knew. It was like nine one one. What did you did you see Rodney King get beat? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was, it was during the L.A. riots. Man, they burned down the liquor store down the street from my house. Oh god! So I was like, "Holy shit!" Let me beep everybody. And let did them you know. really beep everybody? I, I can't no, tell if no, you're no, like joking no, for this. No, shit. in, in nineteen ninety two, I was like seven. I don't. I, I wasn't I wasn't beeping. No, because I, I did have a beeper, but I had it in two thousand and that's when cell phones were picking up already. <laughs> uh so I own a No, because You got I, to the beeper game late. <laughs> well, yeah, I got to the yeah. beeper game to the point where I, I Dude, there was already I two had, ways at that time. <laughs> like the two way paging one? Yeah. yeah, I never had one of those. Uh, the only time I had it was for work and I was so happy to get a two way pa- pager, which was so stupid because they didn't use it as a Two-way pager. They just used it as a pager. It's true. I mean, yeah. it was a alphanumeric pager, so you can actually yeah. read. It was basically fancy text messaging. Yeah. That's, that's really all it was. And then they got rid of them, and everybody had a cell phone. But anyways, yeah, I, in 2000, I had a, a pager. I paid $60 for the year, and I got the one that was a mini one. 
And the th reason I hated it, it was because if you lost it, you couldn't get a replacement. You had to buy a new pager with a new plan and a new number. That's, I mean, <laughs> I think that's how the things still work now. You lose your phone, you just got to buy a new phone. Yeah. No, but you didn't keep your own, your same your same number with the pager. You got a different page. Yeah, that is very true. Yeah. That seems asinine. No, but it was sixty dollars, and they would give you the pager and the plan for the year. Yeah, but sixty sixty dollars in like what two thousand? That's different than sixty dollars now, man. But it was for the entire year. I know. And then in two thousand, later in two thousand, or maybe in two thousand one, that's when I started getting prepaid phones from Seven Eleven. The peanut phone. The peanut phone. I had an AT and T peanut phone. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, have have uh, you have you ever been in one of the situations with the the twisted T? With, um, your, with your peanut phone, were you able to take video? <laughs> no, the peanut phone didn't have videos. I, I was telling my wife that, I, or maybe it was you. I remember when fucking phones were like a hundred and something dollars, and you could just walk in and pay it. Now you have to put yourself on a payment plan or uh, trade th in. Those are called burner phones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you you get those for your bitch just or your uh, your side business. You don't want anyone to know about. Yeah, you selling drugs, dude. <laughs> I mean, you you can still walk into Walmart get yourself a track phone for fifteen bucks right now, right now. <laughs> Better call Saul. <laughs> Jay, you ever been in one of the uh, one of those twisted T situations, or just in that lady's position to film? Honestly, I, I probably have. I just I'm never I'm never quick enough to uh, yeah. just pull out my phone and be like, <laughs> yeah, I so uh, that, me either. And I think I, I think it's a it's a generational thing because my first instinct instinct isn't like pull out my phone. My first thing is like, oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, that's my first instinct. I'm not thinking I'm not thinking I got to record this for like for the gram. I'm like, I need to see what's happening. So I know what to do next. Yeah. I, my first instinct is oh shit. And I can't remember exactly what instances I've been in, but I remember pulling out my phone and it was too late. Or it's halfway through, and I'm like, it's not even worth it. Yeah, my thing is, how far away can I be where I can still <laughs> yeah. see, but not be involved? <laughs> yeah, exa exactly. Yes, that's like, yeah, I, I think it's generational. Where would I thing. not get hit? <laughs> yeah, because like you know, there are people who are like, I, I, so something's happening. It could be nothing, and, and they're like, right in the middle recording, man. Yeah, they, they have zero. They they don't care about their own safety. It's it's nuts. It's um, like people are running towards the gun gunman. Yeah, <laughs> while everybody our generation's running away. Yeah, it's like it's like the people who are storm chasers who just running directly into the the, the eye of the storm. <laughs> Idiots. Yeah. Um, the... You know my thing on that whole twisted T thing. I I I think I posted this on Facebook. I said, "Does anybody think this is a marketing ploy by the Twisted T company?" Oh, that was you. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. And and then someone someone commented on there and said nah he got hit for real and then they started posting a bunch of pictures of twisted tea so i'm like you're already doing marketing for the twisted tea company yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing if it was their genius because before this incident i never heard of twisted tea really no i heard mike's hard lemonade but never twisted tea well there you go you have another option now i i i think i don't think it was a marketing ploy because it seemed too organic for that like <laughs> however However, I think like because of uh, the way it was charged and and the sentiment in which it went down, they're just, they're not denying that like Twisted T helped that like you know help make that happen. They're yeah, like, that's right, guys. But how fucked up would it be if there was just <laughs> this was planned out? You know, like this was like this was like staged where like they got this they got three, uh, two actors. Nah, bro, he got hit real hard. No, but they got like two actors and then they had a camera person. You know, but they staged it like it was like. Yeah, that's. I mean, I you know, companies have been known to do that. I mean, I I know a company that did that had a you know some kids, kids breaking, sneak yeah, in, yeah, yeah. Kids sneak in. So I, I mean, was thinking about that. I wonder if it's still on on so YouTube. Companies have been known to do that, and I think if that if that were to if that came out like this week, like Twisted T would be ruined. Oh yeah, they yeah. They, they would be canceled. Fifteen years if, from now, if it came out as this was a marketing ploy. Yeah, if it came out yeah. this way, yeah, they they would be canceled. Yeah. They would they would be forced to. I'm surprised you're even using the the word cancel. Why? Why? What? That's the that's the name of the the culture. Yeah, that's the name of it. That's mm -hmm. what's gonna happen to them. They're gonna be they're gonna be canceled. You guys find yourselves that we lived in an era that we had a little bit of a thicker skin and knew what it was a joke, and now everything is being changed or modified. 
Well, no, I I feel like everyone was kind of sensitive to certain things. They they just they're just more open about um, voicing their sensitivity about it. You know. That, that, yeah, I think I think that is I think that's the difference. I think the world is just as sensitive. There's people with thicker skins, absolutely. But I think we live in a society now where people are more comfortable with voicing their concerns with that stuff. Where in the past they might have just like let it kind of go on. But there's so many things from the past that we saw. And if we were to see it, like last week, you brought up Saved by the Bell. Mm-hmm. That's a perfect example. Did anybody get or become sensitive back in the day because of Saved by the Bell? Well, yes. Saved, Saved by the Just Bell isn't the best example because it was it was a teen comedy. No one took that serious, you know. They would do their serious episodes, but no one was like, "Oh, look at look at them uh, trying to change oh, well, the world." It was just. It was campy teenage uh, stuff where it's like sometimes they would do an episode that that uh, t- had a message to it. No, but they would also do or say certain things that by today's standards you can't get away with. Anymore. Yeah, and, and I I think in, to Jay's point, it's that it's it's been satirized to the point where you go, you kind of you 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 see it as a joke. And the person in the show who who's letting you know that like these are real issues has also been satirized. So it's like, yeah, th- they would never make that type of show today because they don't want that message to be misconstrued. But I think in the '90s, it was just understood that that was satire. Now, was- how much of the old shows, even though they're they're not politically correct by today's standards, do you think we rom- romanticize and remember them differently? And even though we say, hey, we haven't changed, I'm still the same kid from the 1980s or 1990s or 2000s, um, and you watch it today and you go, this is not how I remember it. It's a lot more rude, crude, and inappropriate, and I don't know if I feel comfortable by today's standards. What? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, if you're saying like, if you're saying you watch a show for how you say by the bells as an example, you go, I don't think I'm comfortable watching this because of like some of the jokes. Yeah, some of those jokes are cringy, cringy by today's standards, and would never make it into the the writing room. However, you know. I, but did you remember it like that? Like before you rewatched Saved by the Bell, did you remember being it that cringy? I it's uh, the cringe. The cringe comes from my experience. It doesn't necessarily come from like the the show. If that makes sense, like it comes. It comes from my altered perception of of events, not not from the show itself. I I guess. If you're asking me, like, if I I think the show's more cringy now than it was in the 90s, I think it's equal. I think just now, as my adult brain processes, I go, oh, we shouldn't we shouldn't do that. Oh, we shouldn't do that. Yeah. Because, like, that's, I, yeah. you well, know, I know better. You know, to be honest, I mean, at the time, it depends on how, how old you were when you watched, uh, like, a show like that, Saved by the Bell. Yes. Like, because I, I watched it when I was starting to become a teenager, and, like, I watched the show, and I was like, most of the episodes were like, oh, Kelly's hot or Jesse's hot yeah. or like <laughs> yeah. Lisa's yeah. hot. You know, like that that was like the the whole that was my whole perspective on the show. And like the that was the same with all like the teen comedies like uh, California Dreams and Hangtime. Like so and so is hot. You know, like I would just watch it California for California Dreams, man. That's yeah. I mean, I, I didn't really pay attention to a lot of the, the jokes back then because I thought it was just corny, like teenage, you know, teenage stuff. But like we probably didn't even understand some of the jokes. I didn't really fact, care for them because I was just too busy ogling like <laughs> the pretty people yeah. on the show. That makes sense too. That makes sense. Yeah, that's like uh, I, I think that's another great point too. It's like it really depends on on when you started watching the show. Like Jay's somewhat older older than me, and and clearly s- slightly older than you, Juan. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you know you're you're on his heels, whatever. And I think I think that's a great that's a great point. Like Aladdin and the King of Thieves. There's like, dude, Disney now just Disney Plus before. It didn't have this, but now if you play Aladdin or any other Aladdin ones, it comes out with a warning before it. Well, yes, because Aladdin's a prime example mm-hmm. of like Robin Williams just making some a very very adult jokes that like as a kid I go I the genie's hilarious, but as a adult I go the genie just said some shit. Like, no, but it has like a warning like about slavery and the way it represents. Uh, I can't remember, but well, I mean, you know, for a company as large as Disney, I, for for any company, you know, they have to be sensitive about that stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's, but but now that we're on the the subject of of Disney and movies, did you you guys watch Soul? Yes, watch Soul? I did. I have not yet. No, you you want? How have you not watched Soul? Like I said, a couple 
a minutes before we started the podcast. When I get home, I spend time you with. You didn't. My, you didn't want to. You just didn't want to watch it. No, you, uh, my you son like actually it? likes it. My daughter could care less. She she started watching it and then started playing something else. But my son actually got into it. So uh, I sometimes before I leave to work, I put it on for him. Or when I come back, he's watching it. And as soon as I get here, he either wants me to carry him or he wants to start running and playing. So I haven't really watched it, even right. though I want to, because I heard nothing but great things about it. So... So it's, I, I watched it. Jay, you watched it. Yes. What, what did you think, Jay? I I really liked it. Um, I mean, it it dealt with a lot of like mature uh, topics and themes. You know, like um, it it did it did. I I watched I watched this movie Christmas Day with uh, with with the kids and my my nephew and my daughter, and so uh, and with like with the adults in the house. And we're watching. It, I go, man, this is a very adult movie. However. The kids, the kids weren't focused on that aspect of it at all. No, in fact, weren't you the one that you and I talked about it? Yeah, you were yeah. upset that Disney took uh, the, I, I, the cop the cop out, right? I I felt like there there was a cop out there because I think it, they they had a good opportunity to to kind of like force open, parents, to. yeah, to, not force, but open open the door to kind of have a conversation with with their kids about about like life and death, and and I mean I understand why they. Well, they took the route they did, but it was just one of those things where I go, this is a perfect opportunity, and I feel like they, they kind of like... Uh, Soul was by the same director that did Inside Out, right? Yes. Uh, Another movie that was a serious topic as well. It, it was a serious topic. And so, and I'm, I'm, glad you brought up, I'm glad you brought up Inside Out because... And Jay, you, you've seen Inside Out? Yes. So when I look at Inside Out, I feel like it was... The themes were were very adult and very and very geared, geared um, not necessarily geared towards children, but like the way the story was presented was something that a child could enjoy and easily consume and understand, as opposed to like Soul. I, I and again, it could just be my, the the age in which I am watching it, but I felt like the the adults the themes were just so adult and so like up there, like out out there for the kids. But again, when I'm watching the kids watch it, they're like. Oh look at this! They're well, they're in the zone. That's cool. Look at all this sand and all this cool neon lights. And I was like, oh my, oh my god! Like I, I don't think they understand what's happening here at all. <laughs> so it's like, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't underestimate the kids. Um, like there, there are kids that would watch these movies and and they soak it all in, and it gives them kind of time to kind of like think about it and and kind of ask the ask these questions for themselves where it's like what what do they mean by that or you know so like when they get older it sticks with them so that they 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 get it as they're growing up you know which is which is fantastic you know because it it prepares them for these kind of things that they're going to eventually run into when they get older yeah and i think and i think that's what like when i got to the end of the movie i go I was I was upset that they took this in my in my opinion a cop out, but but then I go you know what it's gonna it's gonna stick with my nephew and my daughter and they're gonna be like oh, okay I I I saw something similar to this in in the movie sold many years ago and they'll come back to it in nostalgia and go oh my god like there's a whole other layer to this mm-hmm. movie that I'm watching now <laughs> yeah you know what I mean and so it's like I go okay I'm upset about it but. At, at the end of the day, like you said, it's, it's going to stick with them. It's going to help evolve their mind, their worldview. So, Have I you mean, guys ever had a movie that once you saw it, you made, oh, shit, that makes so much sense. The Matrix. Uh, basic Instinct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Juan, it's your turn to tell us a movie that, that, that changed your life. I, I can't. The Jungle Book? No. You know, I'm going to I'm going to tell you a movie that actually surprised me and took and caught me off guard that I started crying to this movie and I I did not expect to cry at this movie and it was Rocky 2. <laughs> yeah. It? it was Rocky 2. Uh, I I mean I, I I'm not Why la- did you cry? Yeah, I'm not laughing at you, but I'm just curious. Is that the one where Creed dies? No, that was Rocky 3. No, that was Rocky 4. Rocky 4. Uh Rocky 2, Rocky 2. Uh, I had seen the first one, and I remember thinking, "Oh, this this is a good movie." Um, and I watched it. I think I was in my early early to mid twenties. I ro- I watched uh, Rocky Two. I'd never seen Rocky Two. I'd seen all the other ones, uh, but I'd never watched Rocky Two. And I sat down and I watched Rocky Two, and he just goes through this whole like 
like it's just like shit you know like everything is just thrown at rocky balboa you know like life and you know like he's trying to make money and mm -hmm. he, you know like he's trying to like um he married he married the girl you know and you know they're gonna have a kid and then he, there's just all this stuff that happens to him and then at the end like he wins and he makes this speech where he's like He's like, you know, Adrian, we did it, you know. And I was like, I just started crying because I was like, oh my god, you just see how how bad, you know, this character yeah. is. <laughs> the, the way the way you describe it is like they they took I mean, because obviously in Rocky one he he wins he he wins against Mr T Mr T no, no in Rocky no, one Rocky one no. he loses it was Apollo right yeah he loses to Apollo. Yeah. And then Rocky Two is is the aftermath where Apollo Creed wants a rematch to prove that you know it wasn't uh it wasn't a, a fluke and and then Rocky doesn't want to do it you know because you know he wants to because his wife doesn't want him to fight anymore because she's worried for his health and shit that's right that's right I'm, I'm, you're you're refreshing my memory but it, it yeah, sounds no. like they they did a really good job of making him the underdog again like oh know, yeah he, it's it's fantastic I was like it caught me off guard I was like wow this is this is as good as the first one. That's that's one. You don't have any movies that like. No, that... I, I I think you know me. I uh, um, I've always been an emotional one. So there's tons of movies as a kid that made me cry and and I connected with. Um, as an adult now that I have children, there's uh, there's stuff that I I see or hear that connects to me differently. I will tell you this: it's not a movie, but song. Um, this is before Teddy was uh, born. I remember going. Uh, driving to work uh, uh universal and hummingbird with eminem came up mockingbird mockingbird, mockingbird. sorry <laughs> mockingbird mockingbird and the lyrics just uh just resonated differently towards me that i started tearing up and i'm like holy shit i have a daughter now see you you guys uh you, you guys make me feel like a robot because in my mind i i mean I, I'm a sci-fi nerd, and I'm like I'm, I'm. I always try to think about where my deep love of like sci-fi, even shitty sci-fi, comes from. And it's the Matrix. No, 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 no. <laughs> because I, I would have had to have watched like the Matrix. You know, that, that's like 1999. But you know, when a movie that resonates with me is uh, Short Circuit. And, <laughs> really? And, and and in specific, like Short Circuit Two. So like, if you Short Circuit is that two, the one where he becomes an American citizen? He get, yeah, he gets citizenship. <laughs> like he he he, go, he goes on a journey to like to. I would love to, to see a remake of this movie. Yeah, to be it, it's great. He go he goes on a journey to to find a friend, someone who understands him, and he gets used because he's he's a machine. He's like, hey man, I need you to 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 break into this guy's vault and and like mm -hmm. get these rocks for me, man, because he he took them from me, and I I just want to get them back. He's like. Oh, okay. So he breaks into it. He, like he, <laughs> and then he finds out he gets used, and it, and then they beat. They basically beat him to death, and he goes. It, it, I don't know. For me, think about that movie. I go. I don't know what it is about this, but I just love it. And then he becomes, and he gets redeemed. He becomes a citizen. Yeah. He gets. He gets a uh, uh, turn. He gets a uh, gold plated. When yeah. I was a kid, I loved the short circuit movies and Mannequin. Oh, I love Mannequin. <laughs> Man yeah, Mannequin. I, I didn't care for Mannequin two as much, but I loved Mannequin. Mannequin was great. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think that's where my, my deep love of sci-fi comes. Because in the same era, the same era, there's the Flight of the Navigator, which is another oh, movie. Oh, that right. was such a great movie. Yeah, it's yeah. like... Compliance. It's, it's, uh, yeah. yeah, Compliance. Compliance. Uh, yeah, and he was uh, the name the, the voice of the ship. Yeah. Um, and uh, Sarah, Jessica Park, Sarah Jessica Parker is also in that movie. And it's it's another one. It's just a space fantasy about a kid who gets to ride this really cool spaceship. I I, I got so excited when I saw this spaceship at a uh, uh, California Adventure. No, no, it was in Hollywood, uh, Hollywood, Hollywood Studios, Studios yeah. in Florida. Yeah, yes. it, was, it was probably. And now it's gone. <laughs> hey, it's probably one of the most exciting things. I when saw you on went, trip. they still had the the studio tour, or had they closed yeah. it? See, when I went, the tour was closed already, but the vehicles were still there. So I remember seeing the flight of the Navigator ship, and I'm like geeking out. Um, I, I personally loved it, but there's two movies that once my kids get older, um, and I could probably show my oldest daughter this one already, uh, the Benji movie, the original one, uh, that one made me cry as a kid a lot. Uh, I don't know if it was tied with, uh, because my mom took us, um, to see it before she passed and after she passed i i saw it and, and still cried but i don't know if it was tied to that memory and there's a sesame street vhs movie it was like a bedtime episode or a bedtime uh movie 
of and all I remember is Big Bird trying to fall asleep in his nest. And to this day, I can't figure out what it was. And I would love to show my kids that because I, I felt a connection with it. As Follow a that bird. <laughs> I don't I don't think I've ever I don't think I've ever cried at a movie that wasn't a horror film. I think the last movie I might have cried at was uh, Moonwalker. You don't cry. You're Moonwalker. Moonwalker. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. What made you cry in that when he one? turns into a fucking tank? And he kills all those goddamn people. That's some he, scary shit, man. He never turned into a tank. He, he turned into like a robot version of that himself. doesn't matter. It scared the shit out of me to this day. Did it really make you cry or are you just saying no, that? No, I'm being as a kid it scared I as a kid it scared me and I cried. Moonwalker yeah. was one of my favorite ones, man. Um Captain EO scared the shit out of me when I saw it. <laughs> really? Yeah. When I was a kid it scared the shit out of me. I um I couldn't keep my my uh 3D glasses on and my, What exactly scared you? It's freaky. Like it was, was so it, weird. What, the Empress was it? Hooter. He was fucking Hooter, huh? I don't. Hooter. You're. Sc- <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, I saw it uh, later in life, and I was like, why was I scared of this? But as a kid, you know, like things kind of freak you out for no reason. But it's true. It's I'm true. telling you, that's what uh, it did for me when I saw the original. It. I couldn't understand why it scared me when I saw it as an adult. <laughs> I'm glad you bring that up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, did you guys? Did you guys see? Uh, uh, Another movie that was released on streaming over the holidays, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Wonder Woman 84, yes. Yeah, 1984. See, I, I was looking forward to it because I saw the first Wonder Woman on video. and I, On I, video? You found a VHS of no, Wonder not, Woman? <laughs> on video, I mean streaming. Oh, did you go to a, like a Hollywood video or, to rent it? Go oh, fuck yourself. <laughs> a so I saw it, and I, I didn't see it in theaters. Let's a put game it that dude. way. So I really enjoyed it. Um, So I was looking forward to it. But once it came out, everybody was talking so much smack about it. You know, here's the thing. I think I think I have a couple thoughts about it. But uh, Jay, Jay, what do you think? I I thought it was okay. I I liked it, actually. You know, Um, it was I know it wasn't a perfect movie, um, but it's a wonderful. As good as the first one, though. I mean, no, but. Um, no, I, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. But it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad either. Like, like it. It is told. Like, if it comes on TV and I'm too lazy to change the channel, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'll just watch it. Like it's. It was. It. Like Jay said, it's not a perfect movie, and I wish they had done things differently. And it. It wasn't. And it wasn't as good as the first movie. Is there CGI in it? There is. There is. And somebody I had. Wait, pulled, you. Wait, I hold had... on. Hold on. Did you think <laughs> before <laughs> that you could just. You could just lasso lightning. Did you, you think that? No, no. Um, <laughs> that was a, that I, took I many had, takes. <laughs> is there a CGI villain? There is. There is a CGI so, villain. The reason I bring it up because somebody on my Facebook and I can't remember who uh, talked about the fact that you would think that all the inva- advancements in CGI since the Scorpion King, they would have been able to correct bad CGI. Well, the you know you know the thing is is that this, the the tone of the movie the or the theme of it was nineteen eighty four. So there's like lots of bright. Like the the movie itself has a very bright palette uh, mm-hmm. of colors, and so when you when you do something as in in depth CGI as they, as they do, it just doesn't it just doesn't look good because like it requires a lot of like because you, you can see it like like straight out. So it's like um, who was the villain? Cheetah, Cheetah, which is like a, a historic Wonder Woman villain. Like it's it's not not like some it's just the it's it was just the approach it was the approach to that. Who played but, Cheetah? Uh, Chris Kirsten Wig, Kristen Wig. Yeah, Kristen really? Wake. Yeah, Kristen Wake. And I, I man, and again, it, her character was great. Her char- her character was great. However, like, they, again, I have thoughts, but I don't want to ruin the movie for anybody who hasn't seen it yet. Well, the internet has kind of ruined it for me, and that's why I, I'm well, hesitant I mean, about watching it. I just talk about it without spoilers. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean... I mean, I, not... I, I have my thoughts on it, but... Yeah, it's like, you, you know... the. <laughs> I wish so. I wish they had like. I felt like. I God damn it, man. I, I I'm trying to formulate my thoughts without giving God giving any, any anything away. But so you look at the first Wonder Woman, one, one, the first Wonder Woman movie, and she's she's a complete character, right? She's like a complete person. Mm-hmm. She has her two Moana moments, which are the moments that uh, kind of define her character. Is she not not complete in the second movie? Well, she gets. They they kind of give her some crutches in the second movie that like were were ripped away after the first. So I was just like, wait, I, I don't understand what's going on here. And then they they kind of they they make some choices in regards to like the plot that just don't make any sense. But again, the movie itself, if you don't think about it, if I turn my brain off, 
The movie is fun. It's a fun movie to watch. It is. Wasn't Wonder Woman one of the hopeful ones for the DCU because the first one did so great? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it is. And the thing is that the DCEU kind of figured out that like their standalone movies are probably the, the best way to go for them because like Justice League sucked. Personally, per, the Aren't you waiting for the cut? I'm waiting for the Snyder Cut, yeah, man. I'm, I'm waiting for the Snyder. And I, I like Justice League. I like Batman v Superman. I liked Man of Steel. I liked those movies. I really did. The only cheesy part is the your name, mom's name was Martha. My name, mom's name was Martha. Let's become friends. Okay, all right, look, look. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on this rant. I'm gonna go on this rant right now, and I apologize in advance. Here's the thing: Zack Snyder is not a good storyteller, but he is, uh, he is. He is a cinematic genius. The, those films are, are beautiful. Hmm. So he didn't do a really good job in the story of telling the story of Batman being a man possessed, like seeing seeing an immediate danger that is Superman, an unknown entity who has all the power in the world and no reason to wield it and, to, and for the good of humanity. So he does what he he does best, which is he, he becomes Batman about it and he focuses and figure out how he's going to get rid of this guy. So when you get to that scene where... They find out, hey, you're, you're, you know, the Martha thing. I My mom's s- name was Martha. Should I become best friends too? <laughs> you should. You should. It it snaps Batman out of his mania. So he sees this alien as a human being who is asking for his help because that entire scene leading up to to that that point is Clark going, "Hey, bro, we shouldn't be fighting. Like, there's some bigger fish to fry. Lex Luthor's a jerk. Trust me on this. Like, that's happening the whole way. And Batman is like. No, fuck you. Check You're out these, the, the bad yeah. guy. Yeah. Well, Check out these sonic cannons. Like after after watching a show like The Boys and seeing how how someone with that much power can can do that much damage and someone as rational as Batman would have like that mentality where it's like this guy has all the power in the world. He could he could wipe out the entire planet if he would. You know, that's that's a that's a big thought, you know, where it, it scares people. It scares uh, a person to act, you know, you know, and that yeah. and in the comics, he had that same thought. But I can't remember. How do they become allies after a bit? Uh, well, <laughs> it wasn't something as stupid as your name, your mom's name. No, was no, 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 no. And in the comics, they, they they kind of form an alliance. And Batman, he has a contingency plan. In fact, they have a whole the, the ring. It, well, but, he has a ring, but not but not just for Superman for the entire Justice League. It's yes. called the 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 uh, the All Mac Project. He he created this whole like protocol, and so like he if he wanted to just take everybody. I out. forgot about that. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, so it's like. So does that make him the best super? Or he's not even a superhero. Does that make him the best hero? Having a contingency plan for people that are good, knowing that, and I don't want to get philosophical, but power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. I I think you're trying to say what 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 Lex what Lex Luthor was saying in this movie, <laughs> which is if you're you cannot be all good if you are all powerful, and if you are all powerful, you cannot be all good. Okay, so does that make Batman the better of all the heroes. Well, I mean, it Batman kind of represents the everyman, you know, as far as like mm-hmm. superheroes. So mm-hmm. someone that that people can relate to and and gravitate towards when they're watching this. Uh, that's why all the Batman movies are so successful because Batman's such a re- relatable character to people. And Superman, he's wonder- just a dude in a suit. Yeah, he's yeah. just a, <laughs> yeah, he is. He's just a dude that that uh, believes in in just justice and and uh, fighting crime. Because he had his parents murdered in front of him, you know, like it, it's just. In the original comics, didn't Batman at first have a, a weapon, a gun, and then they 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 realized that I, wasn't really Batman? I think in the early, it's like some early stuff, but then yeah. um, later on, they they had like they had retconned him as as they do in comics, and he even got like a yellow a yellow bat symbol on his chest to make it a target for. Because that was the only part of his costume that was bulletproof, so that the bad guys would aim for it. That that's why it was yellow. So I think you know, as, as time goes on, they, they start to evolve a character and go deeper into it. Then you know, it 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 evolves into what it is now. You know, speaking of uh, Batman and the DC universe, um, I'm looking forward to Batman. Is that happening? Michael Keaton is coming back as Batman with Tim Burton for possibly the Batman. I I wonder who they would get to play Terry McGinnis right now. Didn't Will Friedle play him in the cartoon? He did. Mm-hmm. He was great. He, he was I a voice him. actor for him. But I get the feeling he's a little too old now. He couldn't pull off a Terry McGinnis right oh, now. Oh, no. Well, no, no. I don't <laughs> think he... 
physically he would have been able to do uh, that. You never know, man. He could he could been not Affleck. remember him he as could, Eric Matthews. He could Ben Affleck himself into shape. Uh that Ben Affleck overdid himself as Batman. He did well, no, uh, that, he did Batman on steroids. No, but that, he was that actually was very good. You know, I I did not mind him and I was kinda sad that he went through his troubles and they yanked him, but now he's well he he's I mean, coming back for the Flash movie, isn't he? I, I I think they're doing reshoots for the Snyder Cut and I think he may be come back for the Flash movie. But I I think he again, I, I think the DCEU movies are just fine and I think they, they suffered un, unnecessary ridicule. Whatever. Um I'm not going to the rant again, I promise. But <laughs> But um, you know, but he he left because it was. Hey, speaking speaking of rants, man. Um, twenty twenty, a lot of people ranted and ruined their career, mainly celebrities. They did, they did. Yeah. Um. I uh I I didn't you know what I I did I did send you guys an article about that and I didn't think you guys really wanted to talk about it, which is uh, which is okay. I mean, uh, there's there's some. Well, the funny thing is, I had seen the article before you sent it over, <laughs> and I felt old because. The majority of them I didn't know. I only knew Ellen DeGeneres and Ice Cube. Yeah, yeah. Which, and, I, and the funny thing is, like, I didn't recognize some of the celebrities there uh, by by name, but by face, I was like, oh yeah, I recognize some some of these people. It would like I think, like you said, Ellen being one of them, and Ice Cube, and Ice Cube, who I didn't realize had ruined his career in 2020. I didn't realize that Ellen really ruined her career because she's back this this year with her show. Well, I mean, they they had all that in production before that, so I mean, they don't want to lose no, money. No, but <laughs> yeah, she had two incidents. She had the incident that she compared the uh, the 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 stay at home orders to being locked up in prison. So they gave her shit uh, for being uh, entitled and and mm-hmm. what so. And then all the uh, hostile work environment uh, allegations came up after that one. But I honestly thought after the the hostile work uh, environment allegations came up, I thought she wasn't going to return to TV because it wasn't just her producers that the names got dropped, but it was her own name. But I don't think she ruined her career like that article made it. Well, I mean, like, you have to consider what it means by, like, ruin her. She may, she may never be on TV again. Or like, Disney. Like, like, like daytime TV. She, may she not. is. She her show's back on the air. Is it? I well, I'm not home in the middle of the day to watch Ellen. I, so yeah, um, but I mean, she didn't. She did, like uh, I don't know. I mean, she made some um, ill-advised comments, but I mean, they weren't racist or homophobic. They weren't like yeah. targeting a certain group. It was just something she thought that was going to be funny, and it wasn't. You know, so yeah. it's, it's just now. Yeah. Was it her that that made it, or do you think she had a writer that? that made it wrote it and well she, if, if it was a writer she would have fired that writer you know like <laughs> more I than mean, likely she did <laughs> and, and i mean in either way if if ellen stopped being on tv right now just today she still has tons she, of money she's, to she's live. still ellen she's yeah. a, okay well fine i just won't spend I, I just won't buy another yacht and i'll be good for the you know whatever yeah, she'll just go back to doing stand-up you know and people yeah. will go <laughs> to play, same, play same thing with ice cube like ice cube has I mean, he said some fucked up things, but he's still Ice Cube. He's I mean, got ni- money. I mean, 90s Ice Cube was saying all kinds of shit. Yeah, I mean, fuck the police. <laughs> oh, yeah. You remember that? <laughs> so, so, I mean, and, but here's the thing. Fine. You In can't- fact, uh, what was uh, NW? <laughs> <laughs> what did it stand for, Sean? Uh, northward with attitude. <laughs> That's a, <laughs> yeah. You know, I was uh, in my twenties when I realized what NWA uh, stood for. Oh, what, what does it you, stand man? for, Juan? North yeah. with attitude. <laughs> oh, all of a sudden, huh? And in fact, I was in my twenties working with you when I I realized what OPP stood for. <laughs> uh, so, what does it stand for? Other people's property. Oh, is that what it stands for? Were you fucking with me? Did it not, Jay? I I don't know. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> Google, you um, down with OPP? Yeah, uh, you. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> I'm gonna go to uh, Urban Dictionary. <clears throat> so, speaking of or so th- this is a total tangent. Another tangent. I mean, to go with all the others. But uh, I was on. I was on. I was on Urban Dictionary. I was on Urban Dictionary, and um, uh, I I ran across a term that I I I didn't I couldn't believe it existed. Edward Forty Hands. What? What the fuck is that? Edward Forty Hands. It's <laughs> uh, Edward Forty Hands is when you when you tape a malt liquor or secure it with some kind of adhesive to someone's hands, and you don't let release it until they've completed drinking both of the forties. Isn't that what the fat guy from Cobra Kai did? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, and when the police arrived, he he couldn't figure out how to 
How yeah. to get out of it? Oh yeah, I, I I didn't know that it had a name. I didn't know it had a name. I was I, just, I was blown away at like the fact that something like that had a had a name. It was ridiculous. I have a I have a great Urban Dictionary story. Um, <laughs> uh, I was I was at work and this uh this girl she used the word funner. She used the word funner, and I told her, hey, "Don't say funner. It's it's not a word. You know, you, you're gonna sound dumb if you say the word funner. You say more fun. You know." And then this this other this other kid. He goes, no, 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 funner is a word. According to Urban Dictionary, funner is a word. And then he gets on his phone. Let me finish the story. And he gets on his phone, right? And he, he Googles Urban Dictionary. And he goes, here it is, funner. It says, uh, funner, a dumb, a dumb person's way of saying more fun. <laughs> you know, I am looking at... That's a self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> this is a self-fulfilling prophecy. I am looking at OPP. It does not stand for other people's property. If you would like to repeat into the microphone what it stands for, that would be, uh, be great for the audience. Uh, and OP is the opposition, kind of like the Crips and the Bloods. Yo, Schlicks, I'm going to go hunting for some OPs tonight. The other one is OPs only stands for other people's pussy, not penis, slash private, slash etc. See, OPP by naughty by nature. Okay, so if you were going to give a definition to what naughty by nature meant, which one do you think it would be? You want to repeat that directly into the microphone. Other people's pussy. Okay. So why did you lie to me all these years and tell me it stood for other people's I was property? being polite. You usually ask me what that means in front of a, a bunch of people. So I'm, bro, I, I'm, I'm trying to be So all these here. years, when I say OPP, I've been saying it wrong. Juan, your, no. your street cred just dropped about 50 <laughs> points. You, you, you've been saying it correct. You just... And the meaning in your head has always been different. I, I honestly thought it meant other people's property. Have you seen the OPP video, just out of no. curiosity? You should watch it from when you get a chance. I don't even know who Naughty by Nature is. Oh, oh my Jesus. God. Okay, okay. <laughs> I have a very, are you done? Are you done? <laughs> are you done? Uh, no, I'm not. I, I, <laughs> I believe you. Uh, yeah, you continue not knowing anything about pop culture. Uh, yeah, that that's fine. I'm I'm fucking done. Are you done? I I am done. But but before <laughs> but before we go before we go. Yeah. Guys, stick around at the end of this episode. Like I said last week, it's gonna be lit. Jeez, oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Stick around to, at the end of the episode, guys. Did I do it right this time? No, you no you. Can I can I talk? Juan, or, you sounded like the oldest of old men. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you and you said you said you're not old. You said you're not old, but you. you I'm sound, old in, in spirit, man. If you no, you're old in actual. Okay, so stick around to the end of the episode, guys. We have a very special thing happening at the end. Jay, Jay, our creative director, put a lot of work into it, and we had a lot of fun uh, creating it. So please stick around. Uh, let us know what you think. We'll have more of those uh, to come. So uh, yeah, and and now now I'm done. Now I'm done. If you're done, you know, man. you know what? I, I'm not done, but I'm gonna take a moment to thank everybody who's listening. If you can't get enough of us, uh, which I can't blame you, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at INCYC Show. Uh, and you can also email us some of your suggestions and comments at INCYC Show at gmail.com. Uh, lastly, we have merch. And I know I, I said this all season long for season one and last week's episode. We have more merch on the way. Uh, uh, so you could own your very own right now. You could own your very own. I'm not crying. You're crying t-shirt. Uh, other than that, uh, just follow the link on the show notes and everybody. Thanks for uh, listening. Lit. This one slaps, bro. Okay, what does that mean? <laughs> is, is that, is that... One more thing before you go. Thanks for sticking out to the end. See you on the next one. Pennywise and the, and the boy who didn't want to shower written by J. Cole, performed by INCYC show. Interior, Mexican home, night. Juan, a little boy of 10 years old, is arguing with his father because he refuses to shower in fear that Pennywise, the killer clown from the movie It, will come out of the drain and kill him. Mijo, take a shower. You stink. I, I, I can't, Dad. Pennywise is going to get me. Oh, son, it's just a movie. It isn't real. Pennywise is not real. It's all make-believe. But it, but it looks so real. I'm scared. Juanito, you have nothing to be afraid of. You're safe, I promise you. Uh, you, you promise?
Of course. Now please take a shower. Okay. Juan goes to the bathroom to start his shower. Preparing his things for his shower, Juan mumbles to himself. Yeah, it's okay. It, it, it's not. It's not real. He he's not here. He's just a movie. Just then, from out of the drain appears Pennywise, the killer clown from It. Hello, Juani. It's me, Pennywise, and I'm here to take you. Ah, what's that smell? Jesus, kid, you stink. I was going to shower when you showed up. Oh, you smell like if cheese had feet. Really? Yeah, you smell like if trash threw up a hobo. Okay, I, I think I get it. You don't have to be so fucking insulting. I don't think you get it. You smell like an old refrigerator filled with dead cats. Hygiene is very important. You could get sick. What the, what the fuck do you know about hygiene? You smell like piss and disappointment. You smell like a bathtub full of chum. You live in a fucking sewer. You're a sewer rat. Screw you, you stinky little punk. Just take a shower, you dirty bastard. When was the last time you showered anyway? I don't know. When was the last one? Tober. I mean, October. No, fuck you. One Tober. <coughs> Look, kid, I, I'm just gonna go. You stink real bad. And I'm not saying a lot for a clown that lives in the sewers. Wait, wait. You're not going to kill me? Fuck off! Pennywise disappears back into the drain, never to be seen in Juan's home again. Juan, realizing that now, not showering keeps demons and evil spirits away, decides he's not going to take a shower and goes to bed. Juan drifts away to dreamland where we enter Juan's dream. Where am I? A mysterious figure stands in front of young Juan. It is Freddy Krueger entering his dream to kill the young boy. Sweet dreams, kid. You'll never make it out of this nightmare. Oh, oh my god! It's Freddy Krueger! Freddy Krueger reveals his finger glove knives to Juan, and just then he wafts a strange odor. Is that you, kid? Yeah, it probably is me. Damn it, you smell like vomit fucked up pile of shit. You smell like bath at an old folks' home. I am not that bad. You smell like Donald Trump's fucking breakfast. You know what? Kid, you smell like a landfill full of armpits and dead fish. I'm just going to take a shower. I'm getting tired of being made fun of. Fuck you and that fucking Pennywise. Oh my god, my eyes are burning. <coughs> are you fucking crying? I'm not crying, you're crying, bitch. Bitch. <laughs>